Hi there, and welcome to Drunk Disney Presents The Dark Ride, a Disney Parks podcast hiding in a drinking game. Here we will talk about and rate all of your favorite and not-so-favorite rides and attractions, and maybe catch some interesting facts along with our buzz. My name is Ryan Beaver, and I'm here with my co-host, Adrian Hamilton. We are two die-hard fans of the House of Mouse, and we started this show because we know that cool people like this stuff, too. So we're here to normalize all of you adulting Disney files and have a few beverages while we're at it. And now that that's out of the way, let's find out what we're going to be talking about today. All right, Br'er boys and Br'er girls, we're going to get wet in the dirty south as we plummet our way into the Briar Patch while trying to find our laughing place. That's right, we're going down Chickapin Hill to drop some logs on the mountain. The Disney dark ride thrill legend Splash Mountain. This one's going to be a doozy, a quagmire of Br'er backpedaling due to Br'er racism with some real catchy songs. So let's get some drinks and some facts, and we'll be right back. Hey, Adrian, what exactly is the show as you're born? Because that sounds nasty. <laughs> well, where did your mind go? Because it's pretty good. Sure, as you're born. Not not when I listen to it. That That's just the show. That is the show. <laughs> show as you're born? <laughs> pretty good. Show as you're born. <laughs> show us you're born? No, show as. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It is one of those like lyrics like hold me close young Tony Danza that you know, oh, absolutely. Just be taken in a million different ways. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think we're uh, I think we're here for a long for for a long one. I think this is going to be a big one. I mean this is the we're talking about a friggin' iconic ride right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is we're here to bring on the epicness. I've been this... waiting for this ride because this is what they say in the biz could be a contender. Yeah, this is one great ride. This is a behemoth of Disney dark ride meets family thrills and spills. And, and we had to get to it now because it might not be here tomorrow. That's true. It's it, uh, one of these days very soon. It is going to be gonzo. Yeah. So, you know, to tackle something this epic, I think that we, we need to bring some of our own family along on this ride. And so today we're going to do a sibling show. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so we'd like to welcome back our previous guests of the show. Uh, this is Adrian's sister, Katie. Hi, guys. Thank <laughs> you for having me. And my brother, Eric. Eric, welcome back. Welcome to... Hello, thanks for yeah, having welcome, me. Good welcome to be back. To, uh, to Critter Country, y'all. <laughs> Critter Country. That... <laughs> you know, it's, it's perfect that we're having our siblings, because these are probably, or for, definitely, the people that we first rode the, this ride with. Is our siblings? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've definitely uh, had a lot of family time uh, waiting in line for this ride, and then taking this ride, and then drying off due to this ride. <laughs> Do you remember what the wait used to be on this ride? Like you would wait, you would go through those snake, that snake of a line in the beginning. It would be like an uh, two hours. Oh yeah. Easy. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. All right. Well, before we get into that, this is a Worth drinking. This is a drinking show. So first, we got to get some beverages to drink. And today, we will be drinking uh, Mountain Man. 
Well, Mountain Man is a kicked-up whiskey sour cocktail, courtesy of PunchDrink.com. Did you make this drink after yourself, Mountain Man? I, I, uh, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've made it so that my look uh, coincides with the drink's name. <laughs> okay. And because I like whiskey sours. Uh, so uh, what you're going to need is two ounces of bourbon, a uh, quarter ounce of peach liqueur, a uh, little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of maple syrup, and then a healthy splash of ginger ale at the end. So to make it, you would add the bourbon, peach liqueur, lemon, and maple into a shaker with ice. Shake that up and strain it onto rocks in a Collins glass or in a Disney mug if you're friends of the show. And then you will uh, fill that mug up with ginger ale and enjoy. And so you know, now the last have, time uh, that you made us have a drink that had whiskey in it, I was just effed up like the whole rest of the episode so thanks well i'm a lot. pretty sure that, that that was like back when we were doing the railroad which was our lowest scoring <laughs> ride which you know that makes more sense but today i don't know that we're gonna uh be imbibing as much as we might typically on a on a shittier okay. ride true true yeah i think this uh we're gonna have to I'll, I'll find some some creative ways to make us drink throughout i promise guys oh i could always figure out a way to drink if yeah I have to. so uh so now that we uh, have our drinks, let's find out what we're drinking out of. Uh, Adrian, what are you drinking out of today? So I went to a antique fair and I found um, an antique flea market and I found a um, an, from the year 2000, which is so scary that 2000 is now vintage. But uh, it's a Holly at that time, I guess it was called Disney Studios, a Disney Studios mug from the year 2000, which was my favorite time. I was a big fan of the whole millennial the, the whole millennial katie you were too of the whole thing they did at epcot like we were a big fan of the year 2000 celebration that's like right around that's right around when you uh were a cast member there right yeah so i was a cast member and that's why we we went there too when i was cast member stayed at um the beach club but yeah so it's the disney uh studios it's got mickey and that's when they would have him look like you know he was a little director and i thought it was really oh, yeah. cute that's what i'm drinking out yeah, he's got his little megaphone yeah very legit i'm sorry the the year 2000 where they put the giant hand with the yeah, wand it was awesome, over Eric. Spaceship Earth. It was amazing. You didn't like it? Oh, love of it. <laughs> we loved it. I think as a child I liked it. Looking back on it, it's one of those things that it is like, the, what's the opposite of rose-tinted glasses? <gasps> broken, like just broken. Broken glasses. <laughs> broken duct tape. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think we're going to have our first just... splash down here because those are fighting words, Eric. I, <laughs> I... Love look, that. I mean, look, it's it was a very, very nice pin trading place. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Katie actually even has a snow globe with that on. <laughs> we love it's that snow globe. snow globe. And it is worth like $70 right now. Okay. What? So sell that shit now. $75. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I had to ask somebody this, but quick question. What do you like better? The wand over Epcot or no, whatever it was, 2000 over Epcot uh, or the, the oh, castle? Get out of here. No one liked the castle. But I, 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 know that, I know that we're in the minority I, of people that like the Millennium Celebration. I, I know that. It's a no. polarizing thing. People go crazy when they when you talk about that. Yeah, the Beaver Boys, the Beaver Boys were not fans of uh, of either no. of either of any of those three things. All right. Well, no. I think I hated the hat the most. I don't know why. Did not like the mask. I didn't love hat. the hat didn't either. I thought it was weird. Like, why no, obstruct the Chinese theater? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm right there with you. The Chinese theater is uh, you know, sacred. 
But what I don't like is where's the earful tower? You know, what the hell? Like, why did you? Disney's not listening anymore. Oh. Did MGM did MGM own that? And they were like, we're taking it with us when we go. <laughs> and we're taking the earful tower. <laughs> no more water for you. Uh, okay, right. so uh so Eric, what are you drinking out of? Um, it's football season now, and I'm drinking out of a well pint glass here, which is a weird way to drink whiskey or whatever. Um it's like I think it was it was like one of those goopy shorts where like you know like well he's like he's in all football gear like he's got like like old school football gear he's got like the leather yeah, the helmet Ill, on with the holes in it pads. he's got yeah. big goopy pants and then he has like these giant cleats on that like <laughs> yeah. not even a golfer would wear um, they look like they're just nails coming out of a broken floorboard um, yeah. and and uh, he's got the ball and he's got his, the hand his hand way stuck out and giant hand. Uh, I don't know. I think it was like from a goofy short, like like the skiing short where he goes, what? <laughs> yeah, all those those uh the goofy sports shorts. Yeah, which yeah. they play on a which I know I remember them playing on a loop, I think at like the babysitting places in Disney. I don't know where else they play them on a loop if they play them on a loop ever at all anymore. Wait a minute, can we can we go back here a little bit? Were you ever in the babysitting places in Disney? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. You were. Dr- I was in a fam. I had two older brothers that I'm six and nine years apart. I and he's talking about like hanging to out. With, we're going to get to this later on because a lot of my memories of this is doing baby swap with Eric being because Eric is uh, almost ten years younger than I am. So uh, I would ride every time that we rode Splash Mountain. I would ride twice because. Wait, I didn't get to ride Splash Mountain. Well, not until you were tall enough and you were a shorty. <laughs> so not for a while, buddy. <laughs> It was made around when I was born, I think, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it came uh, came to be in '92. Okay. Oh my, that ride basically tracks my entire yep, life. Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about me? We'll get into that. It sure will. I've always Katie, wanted to meet a Splash are... Mountain baby. <laughs> Sorry, Katie. What are you What are you drinking out of today? Um, I'm keeping it kind of simple because we are in the process of moving next week. So this Whoa. was the only one I had. It's a refillable club from Port uh, Orleans Riverside. Nice. So that's love, what I love that resort. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm drinking out of my uh, my orange bird my orange bird mug, and he's holding a Dole Whip, and he's got his big old big old grill on there, and uh, I love it. It makes me happy. What is the orange bird? Yeah. What What is is the the orange orange bird? bird? Yeah. The orange bird uh, was a, uh, you can find him at at Tropical Hideaway um, in Adventureland. And he uh, was a marketing campaign that Walt Disney did for orange juice. Is that a story or is that a real thing? Like, am I making it up right now? No, no. Like, is that like the story of what he is? No, no, no. That's the real thing. So he was like, he was an ad campaign. and and, I never knew uh, that. Yeah, I'm glad and, I asked. And then they, uh, he like he kind of found his way into the parks uh, at Tropical Hideaway, and he's kind of like uh, I don't know, like a cult. He's like got a cult, a cult favorite. Yeah, he's like a cult fan favorite, and yeah, he's uh, adorable. Yeah, he's a cute little guy. So, um, so now that we've got our drinks going, uh, I think we should all take a take a sip for our siblings. Cheers! Cheers, Cheers guys! Cheers! Oh yeah. 
So let's cover the basics. Uh, this ride is named Splash Mountain. It, it can be found in Frontierland in the Magic Kingdom, Orlando, USA. Uh, it's in Critter Country in Disneyland, and I believe the same in Tokyo, which are the only other two parks where this is. Uh, it's kind of surprising for such an epic uh, for an epic ride. They only put it in the, the three parks. Uh, it came to be in October 2nd, 1992, and it is a classic log flume uh, with the Disney dark ride twist. And the ride follows the misadventures of Rare or Brother Rabbit, which I didn't know that before this. Rare means brother. Hey, brother. You should have known that. You got a Brer hey, brother. on the line here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got Brer Eric. <laughs> Can you guys call each other that for the rest of the episode? Sure can. Hey, Br'er. <laughs> so it follows the misadventures of uh, Br'er Rabbit and all of his other Br'er animal friends as they are stalked by predators, fox and bear, with the hopes of eating said rabbit. And our big-eared friend is smarter than his captors and on his search for his laughing place. He outwits his wily E. Coyote-esque antagonists into throwing him into the briar patch, which just so happens to be Br'er Rabbit's home. Uh, why Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear don't know this already? Uh, you, you got me. I, have I no mean, idea. they're brothers. They should know this. They're they're all they're all siblings. <laughs> they're all brothers, and uh, apparently uh, not not so smart. Um, so this uh, this throw into the briar patch is experienced by the riders as the large log flume uh, ride drop, and that is guaranteed to get you soaking wet. And you can tell because the sign tells you when you're about to ride. Hmm guaranteed there's hacks to that but we'll get into it we'll get into it for sure <laughs> so uh here's some you know interesting maybe not so interesting uh rides about uh, or facts about the ride uh the original ride idea came to imagineer tony baxter's cheers to the imagineers boys and cheers, girls tony baxter he's a yeah, tony baxter the b-man so uh on this show, anytime a, uh, an Imagineer gets said by name, we cheers to the Imagineers and drink it up. Uh, so while Tony Baxter was stuck in traffic, trying to come up with a way that he could entice more people into Disneyland's bear country, uh, where the only attraction at the time was the Country Bears Jamboree, he, uh, he came up with the idea of using um, Song of the South in order to do a log flume ride. And all of these things were like, Oh, we need a water ride. We need a thrill ride. And uh, we need it to be IP based and to work in this, this general area. So all of these things came floating to him while he was stuck in traffic. And he came up with the idea of a concept called uh, Zippity River Run. Um, and that was, you know, this idea of a log flume based off of Song of the South. And uh, that name was later changed to Splash Mountain after uh, then CEO Michael Eisner wanted to create some synergy uh, and decided that he would make the suggestion that the attraction be called something mountain, uh, like all the other Disney thrill rides. You have Big Thunder Mountain, you have Space Mountain. You know, if this is a thrill ride, this should be a mountain. I agree. Even though it's like not a mountain at all, right? It's like a small hill with a tree on the top of it. So it's a mountain. Uh, so <laughs> Michael Eisner continues and he's like, he's like, look, this really, this ride, whatever we put there, needs to be like full synergy to what we're doing in Disney films. Remember, Michael Eisner comes from Paramount, so he's like, he's totally like the film guy as he comes in. And this is in uh, in California in like '87. They started doing this uh, 
you know, coming up with the ideas and starting the build for this. Um, so, uh, so he, Michael Eisner originally wants to use this ride to help market the 1984 mermaid film splash starring Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah. And so he's like, can we make it a splash ride? Like with these mermaids and you know, they backpedal and they're like, we'll, we'll use the name. We'll use the name for you. And that's finally, he was like, okay, that's enough to, for my synergy. And so hence we have splash mountain. What a great name. I mean, yeah, thank totally. God yeah, fantastic name. So you exactly what's going on, right? I wouldn't have liked Zippity Doodah Run or whatever you named before. Like that just sounds corny. Zippity River Run. Don't Zippity like River it. Runs like it's like okay, I guess. No. I mean, it's not as powerful as Splash Mountain for sure. It's like you know any job that is just like one one word like doctor means it's like a powerful thing. Like Zippity Doodah Run is too many words. It like dilutes. The awesomeness of it splash mountain quick to the point yeah gonna get wet yeah, they're, not, they're not very good they're not very good at uh at shortening the names these days no because they have to over explain them and that's what the problem star is. wars galaxy's edge flight of, uh, what is it rise of the resistance millennium falcon story. smugglers run away with my money yeah like it's a whole thing i mean yeah. Even Star Tours, like I thought it was just called Star Tours until we did that episode, and you're like, it's called Star Tours: The Adventures Continue, and I'm like, why did they feel the need to add those three <laughs> words to it? No, the I name didn't. continues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- dark ride. The name continues. <laughs> Love it. So uh, the Disneyland version came first, uh, and that was built in 1989. Uh, the earliest riders on the Disneyland version were um, all of these Disney company executives and they, they hop on the ride and they're enjoying it. You know, it's this wonderful, wonderful time with all the songs and, uh, and all the characters. And then they go down the flume and they get absolutely soaked, like head to toe, drenched, soaked. And so they decided like, no, 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 this Disney rides have to be for everyone and maybe people don't want to come out of this like, you know, with like needing a change of clothes. So they decided to delay the opening of this so the boats could be completely redesigned from scratch. Um, and in fact, because of that, uh, the two Splash Mountains, Disneyland and, Di- and the Orlando at Disney World, actually ended up opening up officially within one day of each other in oh. 1992. So it was like a three-year process of like redesigning these boats. They would like redesign it, open it up a little bit, like as like a um, soft opening. Yeah. I think it was like soft opening for like like over a year as I they mean, tried to get it right. Did they think that like did they have an afterthought of like I don't like the single row, so when we're making the one in Orlando, let's make them as a two-seater. Like I do think I do think that they that they realized that they had uh, um, capacity issues. Okay. Because it uh, the um, the Disneyland version uh, only does like uh, like nearly eleven hundred riders an hour, so it's it's pretty low capacity. Yeah, well, yeah, with and with single, I just think there's something more fun about sitting next to somebody on a ride like that. Like having everybody, you know, in front and behind you, you don't really get to interact as much. But like someone sitting next to you, it's like, oh shit, here it comes. Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree with that. Um, but I do like the 
being able to look to each side, uh, you know, and see everything that's happening. I, I like, I like the space mountain more when it's single, like the single row, uh, which I think is the California version, right? Is the California version, the single row or is that? No. Orlando? Yes. California, no, no, no. Orlando's single, single seat. Yeah. So like, I like that version better than the double seat. So California has a double seat, I guess then. So, yeah. So it's, it's switches because then yeah. in Orlando, we get the double seated. I think Orlando has it right on both counts. I agree. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so, uh, in um, in the late '90s, the ride became known by some as Flash Mountain. Uh, this was because some riders would briefly flash their chests during the descent, hoping to make illicit use of the in-ride photographs that Disney sells to patrons. So, it was only one time. I oh, was no, no, drunk. No, no, no. Adrian, there's proof. We have proof, Adrian. <laughs> I know. I'm really good at those when the knowing when the camera comes. <laughs> the internet is a big so, place. So, Adrian, right? would you, Adrian, would you use your your little life hack of putting that on a mug? Yeah, let's do it for the next step. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that you'd be like today? I'm drinking out of a picture of Adrian's tits. <laughs> <laughs> If only Disney sold those novelty pens that when you turn them. Oh, and you're on Splash Mountain, and then it's the other way, and your your top is off. Yeah, that would be a story. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's a pretty good good pen. Splash pen, Adrian edition. That is a good pen right there. Uh, so the the ride is uh is twenty six hundred feet long, so it's like uh you know like nearly half a mile. It's like pretty good. The length Uh, of this ride fucks. It oh. is such a good length of ride. Oh, we're going to be getting into it. I love heavy. it. Yeah, we're going to be getting into it heavy. And it does fuck. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there is a height restriction on this ride. It's 40 inches. Although, weird little factoid, uh, if you want to sit in the front row, you have to be over five feet tall. Ooh, did not know that. Interesting. I know, right? It's weird. Well, uh, is that a weight concern? I, that they need enough weight in the front, and so they made that height requirement. I don't know because if you have more weight in the front, then, you, then it's like a bigger splash. I think it's more about falling out because I've ridden, and we'll get into that. But I've ridden that ride where I'm the only person in the log, and I was in the back. Yeah. So I don't think they care about distribution. I know. I know that like if uh, if like if the weight is further in the front, then there'll be a bigger splash. Like that's what causes the splash. Mm. So if you have like a ride full of adults and like the bigger adults are in the front, then you're going to have a bigger splash on your ride than if you were to have like, uh, you know, lighter people in the front. Um, I could just say with this height requirement, Katie, um, my sister has a son. Charlie is the best kid in the whole world. And we have been waiting to get him on this yeah. ride. And Katie, is he 40 inches now? Oh, he's 41 and a half. Oh, yeah, he's- oh it's Splash Charlie's going. Time. Charlie's going. <laughs> That is going to be so epic. Um, Can't wait. When when Eric was younger, uh, Eric was like pretty short for like a long time, and so oh, we what? would like stuff. Uh, we would stuff uh, like tissues, like full boxes of tissues, <laughs> into his shoes and like make him just so un- unbelievably uncomfortable. On but his they shoes. probably soaked up the water. Well, it would just it would give him like the extra like half inch that he needed in order to like. I don't know yeah. why they didn't just get him like thicker soled shoes to just have in general instead of like making him super uncomfortable. Not not as cheap or convenient as buying a t-shirt. I guess box. I guess not. 
and and also knowing our our parents, our mother probably already packed too many like tissue boxes yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. These are surplus. I was just like being Put over the <laughs> and she was just like, "Well, how else am I gonna use this thing that I bought?" <laughs> uh, additionally, lap restraints were added to the Florida and Tokyo versions in 2011. Are there lap restraints on? Yeah, don't remember it. Yeah, because didn't down or? I guess in 2011. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember them either. But that's that's what I read on the internet. I, I do recall sliding a lot as a child. Who was probably too short to ride it in the first place, kind of budget budging forward and backward. So yeah. maybe that's what that's about. I I don't know why that maybe knee knee pain. I couldn't tell you. Knee pain. I got this knee pain. Yeah, from the splash you know, mountain. It's a it's a it's a constant concern. <laughs> My knees acting up. I must be going on Splash Mountain. All right. What's scary is that Eric is the youngest person you know, on this on this episode. He's talking about knee pain, so um, <laughs> that says something about all of our yeah. Of our good ages luck here. Good luck in your late thirties. <laughs> I Brad Eric's gonna think have about a knee pain daily. I, don't, I, <laughs> I I think about knee pain daily. I, I can't imagine me thinking about knee pain more than I already do. But well, get ready because <laughs> the future. Future is full of it, it is because pretty soon things are gonna ache that you didn't even know you had. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a muscle. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> all right, all right. So water, water everywhere. In fact, this ride holds about ninety-six no, I'm sorry, nine hundred and sixty-five thousand gallons of it. And cast members can and do drain Splash Mountain every night for cleaning and maintenance. Apparently, to drain this entire ride, it only takes about five minutes, and it only takes about twenty minutes to fill it back up. Wow. The ride is drained every single Whoa. night. Yep, for Did cleaning not... and maintenance. I can't even wrap my brain Whoa. around that. Well, yeah, it's not a pool; it's a mount. It's it's a pathway mountain. That's well, maybe that's to its advantage. So funny enough that you that's say insane. it's not a pool because what it drains into is a giant one million gallon water tank that's 50 feet deep right next to the ride in the back of house space and if you go on like and that's called pirates of the caribbean uh (laughs) yes (laughs) i did i did like uh, i watched a i watched a youtube uh uh thing on on like i don't even remember what it was because it wasn't about splash mountain but it talked about how like all of these rides are interconnected in in i think it was in disneyland with like the disneyland river and it connected like the moat and uh, Jungle Cruise and Pirates and Splash. Like they were all like in one big connected waterway called the Disneyland River or something. Uh, but then when I tried to find like proof of this, I couldn't. So uh, that might exist. That might be a thing. It might not be. I could be lying. Well, who knows? That was an interesting you... fact, Ryan. That might be one of the most interesting facts that we've ever had because that blew my mind. I think we cheers to that. Then we cheers to that. Oh, that, yeah, that whatever that was. Fact. Splash Fountain behind the behind the mountain. Behind the mountain. Um, <laughs> so, Ryan, you just inspired me. That what if? Because you know they do behind the scenes tours. So, so that's how, and, that's how you can actually see this tank is by going on the keys to the kingdom. Oh. Okay. Really? What if they did yeah. a uh apparently a scuba diving they call it behind trash the mountain tour. back there? Oh why? Wow. Oh, 
Oh, because it stinks. Because that's like that's where they're treating the water as well. So like they take all the water and they put it into this big ass tank, and then they treat it with bromine so that we get that awesome Disney smell. Yeah, we love bromine. Yes. And uh, thanks, uh, thanks to uh, to Rob Plays for that uh, for that little tidbit of info. Cheers that's to Rob great. Plays. Yeah, cheers to. We'll put cheers to it. Oh, and he's, Rob, and he's yeah. Rob plays is kind of like an Imagineer, right? <laughs> yeah, he's an he's a he's an Imagineer of the people. Yeah, he imagines he's an Imagineer, and that is enough. enough. <laughs> um, oh, I was just gonna ask a question. Never mind, I forgot it. Uh, well, I gotta jump in here because what I was trying to say is that if there was somehow a professional behind the scenes Disney tour scuba diving tour i mean that sounds like, gross but <laughs> I, mean, I mean it would mostly be dark yeah it would be dark <laughs> and, basically and then, like, occasionally you'd find but, the skeletal remains of an old animatronic and it would scare the fuck out of you well that's the beauty of it right i don't know i mean i love i want to smell the water but i don't even want my finger to touch it it's just like it is absolutely <laughs> gross well, Adrian, then you're in trouble because on this ride, you're going <laughs> to yeah, in, in this ride, you're going to be drinking it. Well, I know a thing or two about staying dry on this ride, so wait till we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, not only is there a lot of water, but there are a whole lot of Br'er robots up on this briar patch. There's even a little gopher that pops out from the roof. It's, it's kind of like towards that final lift hill. He pops out from the ceiling and he says, FSU which is an homage to Florida State University where many of the Imagineers that worked on the ride attended. And you can, like, really hear him say it. He's like, FSU! <laughs> he pops his head down and screams, FSU. Wow. <laughs> what a dumb, stupid animatronic. <laughs> it... it also makes me question their hiring habits back in the day. Were they just going local? I mean, yes, I don't want to know that they went local. I mean, I, I get that, like, you know, internet and email wasn't to the level that it is today and, and travel. Not, no, not really. It's kind of inexcusable. Why were they only not doing local Look, hires? if it got us this ride, then I don't care where they went. Yeah, I mean, Florida Man did something right with this ride. Damn straight. Yeah. FSU! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they get rid of that with the next overlay. So they can there just say F so... you. I would be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> the least least offensive part of the ride is when <laughs> that is true. It's the only non-racist part, and we hate it. <laughs> so there are so many ro- uh, so many robots that have found their home into this mountain and that has me thinking that it's probably high time that we have ourselves a little fact game so i call this one land of the dolls all right Ooh. fam how many animatronics are there in the orlando splash mountain if you get it wrong you drink 10 oh you drink what Right. Well, now, you're, now you... you're finding ways to make us drink on a good ride. You know it. Well, hold on. You know it. But Ryan, okay. you listed too many facts. Is there? Can you give us any hint? Oh, any yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be multiple choice. It's going to be multiple choice. <laughs> oh, thank God. I, I, that'd be amazing if I just said, like, the yes, closest without going over, yeah. yeah. Oh, Price is right. <laughs> All right, so are there 44 animatronics, 68 animatronics, 89, or 103? And uh, let's go with uh, Katie. You're up first. 
I think 89. You think 89. All right. Eric? I was also going to choose 89, but it's more interesting if I don't do that. Thank you, Katie. Uh, I'll do 103. 103. All right. Adrian? Um, Luckily, I, I want to keep it interesting, and neither of them are taking my number. I'm going to go with 68. All right. So, Adrian, you do not have to drink, but you two <laughs> do. So drink up. That'll be drink ten. ten, ten young six, siblings, keep drinking. Yeah. So uh, Orlando boasts sixty-eight audio animatronics, while Disneyland does have one hundred and threes. Eric, so you weren't all that far off. Oh, Disneyland has wait almost forty more animatronics. In wow. Their- I gotta say, Ryan, we rode that together recently, and there's only one I noticed that wasn't in the original, and it's. Rare, rare rabbit pushing like a push cart or like a I don't know if it's like a train pump. I don't remember. It was something. He was pushing it above you as you go through. So it was, there's was one animatronic that I noticed that was not in my usual animatronic world of Splash Mountain. So out of out of uh, almost double, they got they got one real spot on. As long as they have the interspecies doggy style, I'm happy with whatever animatronics are going on because that one is the absolute best, and everyone knows what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, from no from the innocence of my childhood. Brer Fox me hitting that. it from behind, yeah. and the guy going, "Oh no, Brer Fox!" <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that little bluebird. Yes, yes, it's a perv. He's just <laughs> he's just looking on. All right, so a couple more splash facts. Uh, Rufus the snoring bear, and I'm gonna give a little audio cue here. Wait, I'm sorry, Ryan. Would you say that that bluebird was bird watching? He's perv watching. Okay, sorry. Bad joke. Go on. So, uh, Rufus the Snoring Bear, which we're hearing now. Can be heard by the first drop. And it's actually one of the oldest songs, uh, it's oldest sounds in all of Disney parks. So, this sound loop of the sleeping bear at one time welcomed guests into bear country, snoring inside a cliffside cave just past the Haunted Mansion. This is all in Disneyland, by the way, right? Because it's all old school, right? So that's in like, uh, I don't know, the 70s when they when they built out um, when they built out uh, Bear Country. And before that, it was used in the second floor hotel rooms of Rainbow Ridge, uh, the town facade, in the queue for Rainbow's Cavern Mine, the Rainbow Caverns Mine Train. And that's back in 1956, right after the park opened, right? But this this song or this sound actually goes way before that because it was originally a snore that had been recorded in the 1930s for Snow White and the Seven Dorms in 37, and it was recorded by artist uh, Pinto Kolvig, who was the voice of Sleepy and Grumpy in the film. So, so ah. this so, this sound that we hear, like when we're right before that first drop, is one of the oldest sounds in all of Disney. Wow, and that's it was wild. from the 30s. Yeah, it's crazy, it's a, right? It's a long winter's nap there. Damn straight. Hibernation. <laughs> what balls to start a ride with a snore sound. <laughs> yeah. That's you when know? you know the ride is This good. ride's a snooze. Yeah. It's true. Get it's all true. sleepy. Relax. And then just bloop. And right before they throw wow. you off the first uh the first drop. Uh so uh the theme of Splash Mountain is uh off of the animated sequences of the highly controversial 1946 film uh Disney film Song of the South. 
And although it was a technological marvel of the time combining live action and animation, this film is well known for its racial insensitivities and historical inaccuracies of the Reconstruction era American South, including uh, the perpetuation of like a dangerously glorified picture of slavery and, uh, and you know, causing of many of the problems with the ride today and, and why uh, in the future it will not be based off of that theme. Um, and even with all that, you know, this, this movie uh, that was, you know, really not so, so well intended, uh, even with all that, it still won a couple of Oscars, both for best song with uh, the crowd favorite Zippity Doodah and an honorary Academy Award for James Basket for his portrayal of Uncle Remus. So, you know, go figure. Hollywood's fucked up. You know, it's nothing we didn't, nothing we didn't know, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, it was announced that this attraction will receive a retheming to the 2009 Disney animation film Princess and the Frog. And this retheming will be led by Walt Disney Imagineer's senior creative producer Charita Carter and Tony Baxter will be returning as the creative advisor. So cheers. double cheers to the Imagineers. Woo. Good luck on the project, boys and girls. I really like The Princess and the Frog. Um, it's a good movie. I think Katie and I were talking about this, though. The one weird thing is, like, I don't feel like that... The Princess and the Frog takes place in New Orleans. Yeah. Having that ride in Frontierland, a New Orleans ride in Frontierland, seems strange. Yeah, but, I mean, Song of the South uh, ride in Frontierland should feel strange, and it doesn't. So yeah, I guess... Yeah, I mean, look in in uh, in Disneyland, it's going to be an extension of New Orleans Square, and I think that it's a fantastic, a perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, perfect retheming. I think that it's excellent. However, I I agree. I think that they're maybe it's like a little problematic that um that they're trying to push it into uh the Frontierland area, especially because uh, there's nothing in this general area. I mean, the closest thing that you have is is like real old west. And then, uh, and then you have, like, I don't know, uh, Adventureland. You know, like you don't have anything close by that you can like really tie it into the the American South. Um, I think that like even it being themed to Splash Mountain is a little bit problematic, uh, not for the racial insensitivities, but like just because of location and everything. So um, you know, it's a hot topic right now, right? And so, what what do you think that you would like? to retheme the Orlando version too. Eric, what do you think? Would you, uh, do you have any, anything in mind that you would like it to be other than Princess and Frog? No, not at all. I know I really like Princess and the Frog theming I, or re-theming. I, but I, first of all, I mean, we'll get into it as we start to review bits of it. And I just, I mean, I love this ride's decor uh, through and through. And, Growing up, I mean, I don't know what the, I didn't even know what the hell Songs of the South was, and <clears throat> I was never one to be attached to characters anyway, so I don't care about them getting rid of Bear Rabbit and Bear Bear and Bear Fox. That's fine. Um, I think that it could in Disney World. Uh, I think you can uh, keep the Prince of the Frog. You can even I wouldn't push it too too much. Like for face value, I'd keep it more or less the same. Uh, you have a huge opportunity to make it look really nice at night, though, 
with lighting, especially when the Princess of Frog theming of like fireflies um, of the uh, fireflies. Yeah. Absolutely, there's a huge opportunity there. So I think you can really do something nice where like it doesn't look all that different face value during the day, but you've been you've made some installations that really light it up at night. Um, and from from the artwork, it doesn't look like they're they're not making massive changes to the exterior of this. Um, it's going to have uh, instead of a, a yeah. you know a rotting tree trunk, it's going to be a full tree. And I believe that there's like a boat up in that tree, almost similar to like a like a typhoon lagoon, but with a with like the tree being more like uh, alive and full. Oh yes, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it make it wider so that the, it actually appears a little bit shorter. But right, you're adding more to it. Um, but what I would say is, and if memory serves, and correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a while, but in Disney World, Splash Mountain kind of comes at a, it's in, it's in itself a kind of a choke point. It comes into a pinch, right? Like you, you come up to Splash Mountain and, and then there is, you don't, it's like in Disneyland, it's, it's part of now, especially with Galaxy's Edge, it's part of a larger circle, uh, just like the railroad. But in Disney World, you go to Splash Mountain and then where do you continue on that goes around back? Nothing. No, right? nothing. It ends. So there you have an opportunity to just to kind of create its own land. Now, do you do a New Orleans Square there in itself? Maybe if you want to go really heavy themed, but if you, but it's such a tall monument in itself and you're going to go with a tree, um, leave it as is. Don't, don't do to anything crazy and then uh, leave room for future IPs. I mean, there's no, I, there's nothing saying that. I mean, I I don't know if like I don't know. There's nothing saying that that Disney couldn't build upon a land where where a future ride uh kind of fits in with a more natural southern landscape. Sure. I don't know if it's frontier land, but yeah, uh, sure. Katie, what about you? Is there anything that you would think that would be a good theming for the instead of no? You know, I have to be honest. Like up until when Adrian and I had a sleepover, we dove into it i was a little bummed about it but i've grown to really like this movie so much and i think like it's you know what it's you always hear about moana you hear about frozen it's such an underrated movie and i think it's a good opportunity to kind of like you know to the younger crowd that i feel like kind of like brushed over it and asia and i love Orleans, yeah. so i'm never like, bummed about anything turning into new orleans like yeah, for sure for sure i think that there's like some some really great opportunities too with alongside this ride having like you know a great restaurant like tiana's place is a restaurant in that mm. movie like let's get some dope beignets up in this piece yeah that's actually yeah. a great yeah i want some jambalaya straight up um yep. and i think that like you know uh being able to use characters like dr facilier which is like a really great disney villain um i think that the like some of the darker parts of this ride can be really fun, like really, really, you know, like get down into the voodoo and it could be really cool. Uh, I really hope that they bring him back and it's not just all like happy, happy, joy, joy with Lewis, the, uh, the alligator. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with well, that. I, I personally would uh, like to see it have the, the uh, princess and the frog theme in California. And then I would love to see a gravity falls, uh, Bloom ride in Disney World. I think that that would be amazing, and so you would change that area into the Pacific Northwest and turn it into the Mystery Shack on top of a a cliff. That does spin Frontierland a lot better. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, real smart of you, brother. 
rare right there. But uh, I think that uh, fat I think chance that, that that would be a, like a really fun fun ride. I don't know if you girls are familiar with uh, Gravity Falls. No, yeah, I don't know what that is. It's a is that- uh, it's it's a Disney uh, show, cartoon show on Disney XD that was run by a guy named uh, Alex Hirsch. And uh, it's really weird and and like really fun and kind of like all all age appropriate. Like it's got something for little kids and it's got something for like you know more adults and uh, it's it's a pretty great show and they they were really smart about it and you know Disney does not do enough with it and I think that it would make for a fantastic uh, retheming of this ride in Orlando. You know you know Ryan Brer Ryan. That that's a really great idea. I think not going to happen because that show had two seasons and no movie. But I have to say, given the concept of that show, I now really, really want a Mystery Shack gift shop. Oh, yeah. And more importantly, I kind of almost want it not where we're talking about, almost just randomly splashed into somewhere as if the Mystery Shack itself has transported into a different territory than it should be. And just suddenly there's just this island of, wait, what? Why is that there? That Yeah, that would um, totally work. That would totally work. And I almost think that maybe they could even throw that into, like, Epcot as they're doing all this construction. And it's just like, hey, Mystery Shack, fucking Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But now I want to – I don't care how they do it. I want a Mystery Shack gift shop. Or, or like, half gift shop, half, like – We'll call up Bobby Chapek. Museum we'll get of the Weird. No problem. No problem. Like good old fashioned, not haunted mansion yet, museum of the weird, mm. with with some shit to buy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. I want that too. Uh, Adrian, you said that you you're cool with the theming. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I don't know if this is allowed, but Fightful Goes West would have would have fucked, but that's not dude, the right. Dude, universal. That's universal. universal. Yeah, I'm, I'm universal, baby. Call up Spielberg. <laughs> um, I think that Fox and the Hound would have been kind of cute. We could have stuck with the fox theme. But um, I love that it's I love that it's Princess and the Frog. I think I agree with Eric. I think it's going to be beautiful. They do a lot of different things with the night stuff, the alligators, the 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 riverboat section that is in it is going to fit perfectly with with um, New Orleans with with that whole theme. I think that they should take the riverboat that's in Liberty Square, make that look like the way they make that in the film, where they have like the beads hanging from it and the lights. And maybe turn that into a restaurant. How dope would that be? Like, you know, right. dock that thing and make that thing a restaurant or something. Or maybe like a floating restaurant that kind of goes back and forth. But I think they could use the riverboat to match the theme a little bit. Totally. Yeah, that would be great. That would be awesome. It would be nice, too, if they treated some of the uh, animal characters as uh, meet and greet characters that, like, because you obviously can't meet and greet anymore. They do nice big waves from yeah, the riverboat. Yeah, the, they're on the riverboat. Yeah. Yeah. On the rooftop area or whatever, and they do big waves, yeah. and that'd be nice. That's what I, I think. I think it's gonna be great. I just hope that they make the songs like the thing about that's great about Splash Mountain now is the songs are just perfect, even though they're not appropriate. They're not uh, PC, but I hope that they come up with a well, cool well, soundtrack for this. That's my yeah. Opinion. Well, I mean, there's there there are like so many great songs in that movie that I'm sure I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be good. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's talk about our our old school memories and thoughts about this. Um, 
Adrian, what's your what are what are your old memories of this? This was this was a top. I, I would say that in my childhood, this was the number one ride. This was before Tower of Terror. This ride. Yep. Um, and I think it. I, but I remember them running very on par, which is why this episode is so. Um, I'm so really. I'm. I'm totally intrigued. I'm, I'm excited to drink this ride. I really am because I want to see what happens. But. I know. Um, my so my fa- so my favorite memories though I think it's just because I go so often like just going recently with my sister like we like we put a lot of effort into our Disney bounds like we we don't just we don't just show up to Disney World in sneakers and tank top like there's effort that goes into this stuff so we're not going on Splash Mountain and getting our whole outfit and hair and makeup ruined so we know how to stay dry on Splash Mountain. All right, so, so let's let's get a little uh, tips from the pros. Here's what you do: you always request the back row. There's no you always request the back row. If you're smarter than the person that's with you, now me and my sister both know this, so I can't pull this crap. But if I'm smart, if I'm with somebody else, you you get in first. You have to be on the left side of the vehicle because when the ride comes around at that end part and the water's coming <laughs> the off waterfall. of the side, it nails the person <laughs> on the right. You don't want that to happen. But if you're in the very back row, you do not get soaking wet. And I sometimes hack it. If I'm looking extra on point, we go with the the ponchos come out. I always have them in my bag. Wow, you're ponchoing. We poncho. And you know what? You get a lot of boos on the line. People start booing you. But you know what? Guess who's coming off looking fresh as a daisy? These girls. <laughs> so so my, my game sucky. plan is to uh, to sit in the front. And to get as wet as possible, and to squish in my sneakers for the rest of the day. Yeah, no. Is that that's not the good? That's not a good plan. No, I also suggest not riding it as the first ride. If, if you're if you care about your appearance, don't ride it first. You gotta you hold off on that one a little bit. But oh, yeah. I will say that my absolute favorite memory on this ride is I went to again. I always talk about this Disney After Dark. I went to Disney After to Magic Kingdom After Dark and. Nobody was going on this ride. There was no, you. I walked right out. There's nobody on it, so I get on it. I have to. Requ- I always request the back row because I know not to get, not to get wet. So I'm literally the only person in my log on, the on the in the back row. And when I and the cameras came, I looked at the cameras. I put my did the thing up like that, and I had this amazing photo on the ride. And the cast members <laughs> loved it so much they gave it to me for free. So I always post it on my Facebook. I'll post it on our on our at Drunk History. I'll put it in there. But yeah, it's, a, it's a really classic. And my friends dubbed the photo "Lonely Mountain." So, <laughs> <laughs> so well, that fits our drinking today. Our drink for today. <laughs> Lonely yeah. Mountain. Yeah, because I have no friends. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's my best memory. Adrian, I hate, I hate to burst your bubble, but I'm pretty sure that when you go so low and there's no one else in it, they make you sit in the back anyway. I could be wrong. Um, I know they I'm tried to sure. get me to go to a different seat, and I go, I'm going to the back. They did. Okay. I think okay. they asked me to go to the middle. They were like, go in the middle. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not, I'm not amateur. This isn't, a fur, this isn't Bush League here. You know, like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Katie, how about you? Do you have uh, early memories and thoughts? Yeah, I have some good memories. Like uh, whenever Asian and Stephanie go, we always organize a really good uh, pose for the photo. Yeah. Oh, the pre about- the pre organization. That's your that's the line the line talk. While you're, yeah. while you're queuing up, you're gonna be like, all right, what are you gonna do? What are we gonna do? What what face we're we gonna make? What pose we're we gonna make? Oh yeah. And I do happen to say I love riding it at night. 
you get the most beautiful view of the castle. Oh my god, it's just yeah, coming over that, coming over that breath- drop. It's just breathtaking. That the best view in the house <laughs> is pride. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so my my earliest memories are uh, doing baby swap and and like getting to ride twice every time that I wrote it. Uh, thank you, Eric. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, Brer thank Brown. you, Brer Eric. Uh, I I don't remember doing that at all. Well, you wouldn't because... uh, probably because it was boring. If you weren't tall enough <laughs> to ride, you probably don't remember. Yeah, not... you were just stuck in a little room. And no, well, unfortunately, Adrian, um, I was t- not tall enough to ride for too long. Oh, okay. So probably I remember. I mean, maybe that's why the. I don't know. I can't even claim that the music is just so good that, that that's why it's ingrained in my mind. Uh, maybe I was just sitting there listening to Zippity Doodah over and over again, like almost like maybe a part hell. I don't know. <laughs> I did hear that the like the the height requirement at one time was higher. That's very kind of you to say. I, I'm trying. I'm trying, Eric. I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I'm sure I was, I don't know who, how old I would have been when I first wrote it, you know, eight or something. Um, I do remember, I think I, Ryan, I don't know. I remember getting more wet in the middle, I think. And I feel like I remember trying to insist on mom and dad going in the front and being right behind them. I'm not sure. Well, if you got behind dad, dad's a big guy. So you, you probably got, you get probably wet. stay dry if you were behind dad. Yeah, no, no, up. I think I remember if he was in front of me, it would dip a little more, but the water, the way it goes, it, it would splash over the edge and then hit me. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you are guaranteed to get wet on this ride, so. I, I feel like my 10-year-old self knew exactly how to get wet on that ride. Did you guys know that the splash, that the water that you're getting is not actually from the splash? It's actually shot at you, and in the colder months... <laughs> In the colder months, they turn off those extra, like, I mean, it's it's closed until, I think, February normally. But even before it gets too hot, they turn off the extra sprayers. So there's not as much spray when it's not. Um... Well, that's that's for the um, not uh, that's for like the other people when they're when you're on the ride and you cross in front, they, they shoot up, they shoot up uh, water cannons to like get you wet. You're not getting wet from the splash of the other of like the yeah the future the future uh um log flume that's going down yeah but, but the like when you go down the ride like and you're getting wet if you get wet like that's from i don't think that's from water cannons i think that's from just the splash yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah when you're first going around like around the horseshoe i think i okay yeah, anyways, I'll draw you a diagram. No worries. I don't need a diagram. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I think, look, I think we got to play a game. Y'all ready to play a game? I mean, we're an hour in. We've got to play yeah. a game. <laughs> yeah, it is, time. it is time to play a game. But I think a little bit of a little bit of mood music just to get the party started. Wonderful day! Slash! 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 Slash!
Yippity yay. Was that a Splash Mountain rap? Oh, that is a Splash Mountain rap from Disneyland's opening, not opening ceremonies, but like opening, uh, uh, like media hype up. Oh, Disney, Disney was behind this rap. Disney is behind wow. this rap. And there's a video I of thought it. it was like if a you type in King Splash commercial. Mountain rap, it is all of the 80s wonderfulness that you think it is. They're all white. <laughs> <laughs> they are all white. Crash Mountain. Crash Mountain. <laughs> All, all right, you ready to play drink? Are they all standing in a line? Oh, yay. Let's play these games. Drink That Ride is a ranking drinking game where we rank the ride and take a drink after each of our different categories that we rank it with. Uh, there are uh, five categories, and um, they are uh, out of a set number of points, and whatever you rank it, you drink the difference on that set number of points. So... Uh, we have categories like uh, Q, length of ride, thrill level, immersion, and fun level. They all have uh, different point values. Q has five points, length of ride at five points, thrill level at five points, and the immersion, which is the sight, sounds, and ride vehicle, is worth 10 points. And then finally, fun level, which is like the dark horse category, is worth 25 points. Disney selling fun. Are they doing it well here? I think we know the answer to that. This is going to be a very high-scoring ride, I think. Uh, and we're going to start at the start, and that's the cue. Uh, so this cue is pretty rad. It's uh, It's got, like, ups and downs. You're walking up and down stairs through, like, an old mill building. Uh, you're going through, like, dugout animal tunnels that have, like, their little, like, house setups in them. You're walking by... Uh, little birdhouses that have character voices coming out of them. There's like little like cartoon characters talking to you the entire time through the queue. Uh, if you're unlucky enough to get stuck in like the big queue where you're like doing the turnstiles and like like uh, you know uh, going uh, up and down, up and down, up and down. The rope. Yeah, like the ropes. Like that is a, like a little bit of a uh, little bit of pain. But Low trudge. There's no shade. Yeah, throwing shade because of no shade. But other than that, it's pretty good. What are you gonna write? Well, anybody else want to say anything? Can I say something first? I I've thought about this a lot because, like we said, this is a big ride, and I think that this is the one category that this ride isn't amazing in. I don't think this queue is amazing. I think that it's it's okay. But it's unmemorable to me. Like I don't. You're talking about there's animatronic birds and stuff. I don't. Not animatronic. Just just their voices. Just like little. Like I think like the soundscape of this ride in general. And we'll get into it more like an immersion and stuff. I think the soundscape that they create with this is incredible. And to me, it all starts in the queue. Well, I would say one thing about this queue that are ready to duck a point for it. There's stairs in this queue, and I'm on vacation. And I don't want to do stairs. So that's one thing that I don't like. And I, I just, I feel like it's slightly unmemorable. I don't think this is the, this is the best part about this ride. All right. With it, what do you got? I'm giving it a three on cue. Three on cue. Okay. Eric. Five. Five on cue. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Hold on. First of all, stairs are awesome. I love going up and down. I will I like say that. 
this is the, I'm rating it a five based on my experience of going through this queue. Now, um, now that the ride has been out for so long and blah, 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 whatever, if I happen to have gone to Disney one year ago and there was only a five minute wait on that queue, I may have not loved those stairs so much because you're going up and down, but I have great memories of slowly moving through this queue. I'm a, I am a child. Why would I like going through the queue? All right. There's very few ones that hold memories to me for that. And uh, Splash is definitely big in that. And it's just a five. I, I love it. Nothing's too intense in it. All the stairs are great. They actually help you move through the line faster. Or not faster, but like the, the way you can you can always stack people up closer when you're on stairs as opposed to just in a line. It's better. I even like the old fucking rope on the outside of it when you're waiting out in the sunlight and the rope and the little wax ends and the stupid wood, waxy wood sticks like those waxy that are wood posts. Sticks. Um, I do like those waxy wood sticks. I love sticks them too. waxy wood stick posts. All right. They're faux wood. They're fun. Yeah, it's just painted metal. And and, 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 the, and the frayed up rope that like just like it's got like little like splintery soft ends every like half inch. From people just rubbing the shit of their hands on it. None of this is acceptable to this. No, no this is but, not a quarantine you know, acceptable. The old no time, touching. As a kid, I absolutely would grab the shit out of that rope and yank it every which way. And then and put like, your hands in your it, mouth. It, that, yeah. That textile. No, nothing. No, I didn't. No, oh, yes, I wasn't putting rope on <laughs> I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I had to wait for you guys to finish running the ride. Um, but no, I love, I love, I do actually really like cues that go up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're more interesting. That, you know, I like totally it's, also, agree. it's that hiking sensibility. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it's that hiking sensibility. It makes you feel like you've traveled a more epic journey when you go up and down a hill. It's like almost built into, uh, you An know, your instincts. Um, and, Katie, what, and, Katie, and then what, what Ryan you? was talking about with Katie, what about you with, with your, with your, uh, your cue? I'm going to say four. I have to be very honest, guys. Like, in the more recent years we've gone there, I we fly through this line. Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember these stairs you guys are talking about. I, I'm, I know they're there because when you see the ride, when you finally get up to it and you see the boats, you're up higher and the boats are down below. So I know there are stairs, but I don't even know these stairs. I go to four. They're like, like pretty when early on. They're like pretty early on. It like yeah. In the in the, the queue, you, as soon as you get yeah, inside, yeah. Like you pretty much the, hit them like from the beginning these days. The thing I don't like, like you were saying, Adrian, and I remember this when we were little was that those those weeds of and you know and it was hot and it was sunny and there was nothing to look at it. But in the more recent years, like this this line goes so fast, so. Just for that alone, I give it a four because I like to just get on the ride. And, you know, of course, I love a, a great queue, but I also love to get on as many rides as possible. Get so it, get it going. I'm, yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. I'm I'm uh, I'm right with you, Katie. I'm a four as well. Uh, I think that it's uh, it's not perfect, but it's uh, it's it's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Okay. So, All right. Brett Ryan, just because we've done this so much together, I have to know why. What's the one point differential between you and I? Oh, well, I think that just like there's other there's other cues, you know, like that are slightly better. You know, like is this really the same score as like Avatar Flight of Passage in, in Q? Yeah. I mean like it is. <laughs> you know, it's, 
it's 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 a tough call, right? So I, think like, that, I think that's a nostalgic, yeah, though, Eric. There's I I don't care. They're different calls. Hey, I don't. You know what? That's like... that's why that's why this is a yeah. Uh, that, this is why we're all voting. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna even out. Yeah, yeah. I I prefer a diorama over a video screen. Okay, like that's you know. Ooh. Oh, I'm happy with oh, that. Wow. <laughs> oh wow! All right, somebody got, somebody got all right. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I'm drinking one. Adrian, you're drinking two. Eric, you don't get to drink at all. Keep that keep that beer away from me. No, mouth. when you give it a five, you drink to the Imagineers. Oh yeah, cheers to the Imagineers. Oh, cheers to the Imagineers. Katie, you're drinking yeah. one. All right. Next up is the length of ride. This ride comes in at a staggering 11 minutes and 45 seconds. As Adrian says, <laughs> this <laughs> this length of ride fucks. It fucks. <laughs> Uh, you Should know, we need to talk about it, or we just give it fives all around and just? <laughs> I mean, this it's it, the show's going long. We do not need to harp on this one. I'm, I, I'm, I would like to, I'd like to bring up one uh-oh. point. Oh, because um, I no, I really like the length of the ride here. Can anybody tell me what story this ride tries to tell? I yeah. mean, this ride spends almost twelve minutes of you riding around. What's the story? <laughs> like, you does it matter? No, because you just spent twelve minutes. A lot of rides tell stories. He's trying to get to the like, yeah, I, I, I pick up on this plot, this plot, plot, plot. What's the story? It's just a bunch of fucking critters having a party. <laughs> is that really what you're getting out of it? That is not the story. It's just not the story at all. I, at one point, there's a little bit of drama about a briar patch, but otherwise, no. I mean, the, in my mind, the laughing place essentially tells the whole story of just you know, no. you're having a good time. Bear rabbit. Br'er Rabbit has been... Uh, we're going to do a brief story time. Brief, okay, children, sit down on the mat. Brief story time. <laughs> Br'er Rabbit's fucking around, and Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear are like, we got to catch this rabbit and cook him. So they try to catch him with uh, with a big snare, and and uh, Br'er, Br'er Rabbit uh, outsmarts him and catches Br'er Bear. And then they then they try to catch him by, by uh, tricking him into going to the laughing place. Because Br'er Rabbit's always looking for, like, you know, the next cool thing. So he wants to get into the club. And Br'er Fox is like, oh, I'm gonna, we're going to trick him into going into this laughing place, which is just a bunch of beehives. And so when Br'er Rabbit goes down down the, the falls into the beehives, he gets stuck in the beehives. And then Br'er Fox tries to eat him. And then Br'er Rabbit is like, oh, don't throw me in no briar patch in, like, you know, the most racially insensitive uh, tone of phrase ever. And then that's when you get dropped down the hill. Okay. End of story. You had an A, B, and C there. You had a one, two, three. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. It takes about one minute to explain anyways, that. 11 minutes and 45 seconds is a dope ride time. I'm giving it five points. Adrian, five. I know you're coming in at five points. I would give it 10 if I could. Five only, baby. Mm-hmm. Katie, what about you? Five. Fives around the board. Eric? Four. Oh! Oh, Eric is the upset in this game because because you want it to be longer, because you want it to be shorter. No, no. This is only about the length of ride. The length of the ride is is perfect. Is End no, story. no. I love the length of the ride, but for the story, no, it's not perfect. So four. Uh, okay. okay. All right. Are we all drinking good. one? I will say one thing. A traditional log flume ends right when the big drop happens. What I love about Splash Mountain 
it continues on. You get that riverboat at the end. You get like another thrill. More ride. Comes- yeah. Oh yeah, more ride for sure. <laughs> Not just drop and then you're off. You get another. You get another. Like it, the ghost of the drop, and then like now we're gonna celebrate. Now the band comes out. You've mm. done it. Yeah. You survived. Yeah. You get another here's high. Some more, here's some more ride for you for being a good. Yeah. The trains over your shoulder. It's all yeah. good. Love the length of this ride. It also yeah. has like five more drops than a typical flume ride, which is amazing. Actually, yeah, it, it has exactly five drops in total. Oh, sorry, four so more next, drops than a flume. So next, uh, so next up is thrill level. This is out of five points. Uh, the speed of this ride is forty-five miles per hour as you go down the uh, as you go down the big drop, which I believe is the fastest thing in the Magic Kingdom. It's faster than space. It's faster than Big Thunder. Test track. Well, no, no, no. Only in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, there's other things that are faster. Uh, like rock and roller coasters faster, test track is faster. There's there's things that are faster, but in the Magic Kingdom, I believe that this is the fastest uh, fastest ride. It has five drops at the Magic Kingdom. The big one being a staggering fifty two point five feet um, of a drop, and uh, you know throughout the other four drops, like the whole thing is like filled with anticipation. Uh, you know, there's so many moments where they make you think that you're going down the big drop and you don't. Or you, you know, they they pull the the carpet out from under you, like at the laughing place, where you don't think you're going down a drop at all, and you go down a pretty significant one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all sorts of fun stuff like that. So, with that said, for me, the thrill level is coming in at, at like a four point five, uh, and so uh, tie goes to the ride. Tie goes to the ride. So, so it's up to so a five. five. You're giving it a five, Katie. What do you give it? I'm giving it a four. I'm also going to give it a four. It's not, I think it's thrilling in that it's fun, but I don't know if it's um, thrilling in that, like, I'm scared. Like, there's things that I, I can get more uh, about. Yeah, I just, I feel like the anticipation with this ride that they do is, I remember being petrified of that drop. And, yeah. like, the, the the moments of like the anticipation as you go through i think are so well laid out i agree with you on that and so i i think that like it is a, it is like a very thrilling i mean it's the most thrilling dark ride i think i know of you're mm. kind of talking me into a five i gotta think eric you go i'm gonna see if i if i go up um I'm gonna say a four, but a very for a very specific reason. Oh yeah, I bet that this ride could never have handled anyway. Um, but I have to say, like, well, first of all, flume rides have a huge advantage because even when you're not doing anything cool, you're rocking back and forth, and there is you're, you're not on a track. Anytime you're not on a track, like that's have you ever on Splash Mountain or any other flume ride? Have you ever thought about putting your hand over oh, the it's edge? Horrifying! Somebody got and their hand sl- it, cut off like, for doing something like that on Pirates. That that sensation in your mind that certain kind of like crazy thought that you think about but you would never do because you know you know there is no safety barrier because because the only safety barrier is like the same reason why you can't chew through your own finger like your mind stops you from doing it because it's such a bad idea and you know what would Um, happen because like you're seeing the the logs smash into the side all the time yeah but but like and then you know you gotta remember you know you're in a disney park and you're like oh yeah we're perfectly safe and then as you're in that ride, in your mind, you're like, wait a minute. No, actually, there is this element in place that I could absolutely hurt myself. And this ride is absolutely thrilling for all of its 
it first of all it has five drops. Um, and the first one arguably maybe gets you the most wet. It does get you pretty wet, yeah. That first drop, whew, that first drop and the second laughing place drop, all about that. I don't even think the final drop is the one. That I gets think you that the, no, the, the get if you sit on the right side of the vehicle, that water from the side of the thing gets the people that sit on the right side of the vehicle. It's not even a drop. It just gets them the most wet. I think that's the part. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about um, it. You're just stuck there until the Yeah, and you just got to let it happen and, to you. Yeah. I feel like as a child, I have all these memories of just trying to get wet in that ride. And I've ridden it so many times. And that does add to like a thrilling memory of like those moments. Like when you're a kid too, and you don't give a fuck about getting wet. Because first of all, we're talking about the 90s here and you don't have a cell phone because it isn't like... 2010 when every parent gives their kid a smartphone with a with a computer chip in it so they can track them when they walk five feet away from the house and you don't even have a wallet or anything really except like i don't even you have like your ticket in your pocket maybe and some candy i have no idea what you have in your pocket i don't remember having anything in my pocket as a kid uh so you don't care about getting wet at all and it's amazing when you get water in your pocket and it just sloshes in there and it's stuck that's the best um but the reason why this is a four and not a five for me is, and they had no way to do this. No, at no point does water go over you. At no point did they use the water element to completely instigate a certain kind of like fear, escape, flight factor. Like, you, you know, you don't ever shoot out of a tunnel. You don't like, because you go in and out of all these things, but they don't ramp up that element to the most degree that it could. Except for maybe that second drop in the laughing place where you go, down in a dip and then you go up i mean that that is that's amazing that's thrilling when you go down yeah and up yeah it's in great a bloom, right? all, all right. right so you're, you're uh, coming in at four adrian were you would did eric convince you with his his uh his circle vision water or uh you know i'm stuck on what you had said something about how like the the th- the thinking about the drop coming could it, even to this day i think sometimes you're still like oh boy like maybe i'm but I'm thinking about it more in like, oh my god, it's gonna really mess up my hair and makeup. Like that's what I'm scared about. Does that thrill sure. really you? Does that well, thrill I mean, you? it's Disney. Like nothing's nothing's actually scaring you. You know, like yeah. So you're I'm not stick, you're I'm not scared of Tower four. of Terror. Like it's thrilling though. I'm gonna stick with the four. I think the all four right. is the right number. Okay. So well, I guess that means all of us are drinking one because Ryan, you have to drink one for giving it a five, and the rest of us are drinking. One for giving it a four. I gotta say, bless bless you guys for making a great rule of that if you give it a five, you have to drink one anyway. Yeah, you gotta give it up. Perfect. It's like it's like when you win, you it's like when you win, you lose, you lose, you win. It's it's yeah. such a. There's no there's no uh, rules here. Just I originally drink. said I originally said if if you give it a five, then you have to drink five. Yeah, I so vetoed that, like, that. So that the best the best rides uh, <laughs> would would get you the drunkest. Are you are you allowed to give anything a zero? No. So then you can we never should. drink five, except because for in the you want to know why you know we're not we're not giving out zeros because this isn't we're not doing Six Flags here. We're doing yeah. Walt Disney World. <laughs> Damn straight. They deserve at least a one. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe I, when we get to Aladdin's flying carpets, uh, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I was like, I was gonna rack my brain. I'm gonna name something. That's a good. That was a good name drop right there. All right. What All do right. we have to do next? So now we're on immersion. Ah. Sights. Sounds, ride vehicle, music, fucking robots, baby. Robots, 68 of them. Uh, the theming on this ride is like being in a real life cartoon. Yeah. I yes. fucking love it. The whole thing is concrete. It's a giant concrete block and it's so amazing looking. 
so many robots, so many songs. I love them all. I love that. I love the log. I, I don't love the, the single rider log at Disneyland, but we're doing the Disney World one. I love the look and feel of the two rut, two log, who first in the log. Totally. I love it. Yeah, totally, totally. And um, the music is amazing. The sounds in general are amazing. So I, I, uh, I, like, I was thinking about this and I was like, why does the soundscape of this ride, like, get me so much? And it's that it's like, it's so, it's so incredibly well thought out. The way that, so like the music doesn't start up until after you climb the first lift hill, the one that's like in the barn, right? So you, you start down in like the, the trunk of the tree or whatever, you come up, the little, the little frog talks to you and there's like some banjo shit music playing or whatever. Mm. So you go around this, this, uh, the briar patch, right? And that's when you get splashed by like the, the logs that are coming down with like the water cannons that splash up. And throughout that entire thing, it's silent. There's no music at all. It's all you hear is the rush of the water and screams. It's just that. Like it's just about getting you to have like the ultimate of like auditory anticipation because you know that like there's no stopping it. Like you're going to be that person in some amount of time and you have no idea what that amount of time is it going to be is it going to be in two minutes that i'm up there is it going to be in 10 minutes that i'm up there you have no idea all you know is that like on this path that i am stuck on i will be that person screaming at some point soon and there's no way off you know you can't stop the ride you're stuck there you're stuck in this thing and then as soon as you come to the top of the barn and you splash down into like the meandering river the music, like, it begins to build upon itself like a record starting up. So, like, you go from only hearing the water rushing to, like, this, like, weird, like, sound of music starting up. But it's always sounding like that because it's on a big loop, right? And it's just as you, like, round the bend and you see, like, the first little Br'er home with a little Br'er sign that you start to hear like the music build up to like what it actually is. And then by the time you like come to like the first like real place where you can like see what's going on, that's when you hear like the voices of the little critters, like start talking or start singing from like inside their little cliff homes and it just envelops you. And so uh, I, I have uh, I have a little clip that I'm going to play and I don't know uh, how well this is going to work. So just like kind of close your eyes for, you know, for a couple seconds, and this is what that moment feels like. Oh, no. Oh, no. He went to a commercial. (laughs) I was like, sorry, guys. I don't remember this. <laughs> Is this stop? Do we do we just to tune into stop? Oh. So like I know that there was a commercial that kind of ruined my auditory hallucination with that, but it like rolls up on you, 
like after like silence and it's like for two minutes like the first the start of the ride is like two minutes of like just silence and then the music starts and then the singing starts and then it all builds upon itself builds upon itself builds upon itself until you know you're going up the hill being yelled at by vultures what i learned from that ryan is that you need to get youtube premium yeah <laughs> busted <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that's interesting. I, I never, um, I never, I didn't realize that. I, I didn't realize how it starts, but once I heard that, that low, like music, I was like, oh man, I fucking love this ride. Oh yeah. For <laughs> that's sure. the best. Sure. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do, let's do some ratings. Immersion. I'm a 10 right off the bat. <laughs> 10. Eric. <laughs> Ten. Katie. Ten. <gasps> this Across is the <laughs> board. I mean, that's that's crazy. We've never had all tens I... in immersion. Wow. I don't... Wow. Wow. I don't even have to... I don't have anything to say of why it's ten in immersion, but I have to say, though, that, that song, the How Do You Do song? Yeah. I... I do as soon as it plays, I immediately think of sitting down and like because they it usually gets louder in the lazier parts of the ride. I feel like in my mind, it's like Patty, and you're always it's like you're relaxing, you're kind of sitting back, and it's usually as you're taking a slow turn that it's a little bit louder, I think. But I immediately think, boy, that's a good song to have while you're waiting in line. <laughs> so if they can just, how do you do me? <laughs> For Space Mountain, I might be okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we should just tell them. Yeah, like, I'll, okay, I'll with the retheming, with the retheming, you can take it out of Splash Mountain and just put it into all the other rides. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or yeah, exactly. Or if or happen, you know, if you happen to have to uh, wait a while just to get into the park in in the morning, how do you do? That's a good way oh, to start a the day. Great way to start the day. How do you do, mighty? Yeah, yeah, it's a perfect, happy song. So, Ryan, what is our... This is the end of the technical rounds. How, we're what, done with, our, we we're done with our first it? four, the first four categories. So, uh, we've got uh, we've got four scores. Katie, you gave it a 23. Eric, you matched up with Katie at 23. Adrian, you came in at 22. Like... You're the hater in the group. And I came in at 24. Only one wow. point off. Only one point Out off. Out of a possible me. 25 points. Yep. So out of a, out of a possible twenty five points, uh, our our average is a twenty three. That's we have, well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a contender. We have a contender. We have a contender. Will we for, take for down the, the tower of? Can it do it? <laughs> Can it take it down? We will find out. The last category is fun. Disney selling fun. Uh, it, it doesn't sell it cheap. <laughs> But there's there's a certain there's certain things that you remember about your trip there and uh, and put a smile on your face no matter what put a smile on your face years later and I think that for me this is absolutely one of those things uh, there's so much about this ride that I find fun and memorable and uh, you know like I did a lot of research on this ride and now I am singing the songs incessantly in my head. And I wish that it would stop. I think I need to go there and experience it in order to make it stop. It's probably just going to keep playing otherwise until I do get to ride it. So I'm going to start this off uh, 
with a, a strong 24. I'm coming in hot. Okay, I'll go next. Um, just like I thought with what would happen with me here was that I felt like my fun score was going to outweigh the technical score because I saw some things slightly wrong with it, particularly the cue. I have so much fucking fun on this ride. I've cursed a lot on this episode. Yeah. Because I've had so much fun on this ride, I, I just, I can't, I think about this ride all the time. Katie and I talk about this ride all the time. We'll do like imaginary scenarios. We're like, which ride would you be on right now? And I'm always like, splash mountain. In terms of fun, this ride is a 25 for me. What? A perfect fun score. <laughs> 25. Fake fireworks on the ceiling. I love fake fireworks on the ceiling. Katie. I'm going to say the same. I think it's very hard for a ride to be fun and thrilling at the same time. I don't want to bet Tower of Terror. It's my absolute second favorite ride in all of Walt Disney World. But I don't feel that, like, I just love this. This, like, warm, fun feeling also mixed with a thrill. And that ride just gives all it just makes you so happy you get off you're like i just want to get back on it again there's no ride in the park where i feel like i could just constantly riding it like i can with that ride totally totally i do think like empathetically you know like if i put myself in like all in in like all shoes i do think that like this ride is more approachable than uh tower of terror like i think that that it speaks to more to more generations you know, it speaks to like a, a wider audience, I guess, you know, like, like a younger kid, like Charlie, I think would like have fun on this. And I don't know that he would have like fun on Tower of Terror. I think it would be not right thrilling, now. <laughs> thrilling and scary and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think that it would be like fun and where this because there's songs and, you know, animals and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. That's like family. Like it really is like family thrill fun. It's it's kind of incredible. There's kind of nothing like it. There isn't. No. It's one of a kind. I might be talking myself into a 25. We'll see. <laughs> Eric? All right, so, so, Katie, you came in at, at 25 with uh, with your sister? I, I wish the audience could see Eric's face right now because I feel like he's got a monkey wrench to throw into this. I, could... I don't have a wrench. <laughs> it, the wrench has been thrown. It's inside. <laughs> Something's co- you got something to tell us to No, I I that's the problem. I literally have nothing to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. This This is my favorite ride in all of Disney World. It has been. Uh unknowably for a long time, but like I realized it not that long ago, but like this has always been my favorite ride. Um but that being said, I haven't ridden in a long time. Uh, Ryan, when we went to Disney World, it was closed. Well, we wrote it. That was, we wrote it in California. We wrote it at Disneyland. We wrote it in California, but it wasn't the same. Yeah. And we both talked about that, and it wasn't that fun. And we wrote it at night. And mind you, we were. Um, it was the end of our night. It was the last thing we did, so we were a little tired. Yeah, we were tired. We were burnt out. I mean, you know, on first of all, that night the so. best ride was Pirates of the Caribbean, in my opinion. That was. I had the best time riding Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean, and I will I will talk that ride up. 
to the ends of the earth and say that that was the better pirates. Yeah, um, but like, all right, so like, it, your... this doesn't need to be like the best ride of your night. It doesn't need. It's just fun. Like, no, no, know, no. But I would say. Fun? Well, I would say that the Orlando's. <clears throat> Orlando's Splash Mountain is better, and it is my favorite. Uh, Disney World ride. That being said, we didn't get to ride it last time we were at Disney World, and also I am very excited about its revamp. And it's re-themed. Um, but maybe that's because I've ridden it so many, so many fucking times. I don't know. But for, for, for pure joy, it exceeds. It it, it is the standard. Um, and for fun, I I don't I don't know. Like I don't think that there's anything less I can give than 25. Like I don't know what I have more fun on than than that ride. Like that's my point. Like 24-25 is just splitting hairs. It's just, I'm gonna say it's 25 because figure me out for something else it's 25 wow we got three 25s <laughs> ryan you have one chance to edit your score <laughs> well all right then I'll, i'm gonna edit it then are you, do you want to edit it You're really your pressure is that easy for so, you wow the way that the way that i have to look at it right is that like uh i can score other things at 25 Absolutely. So like I was like sure. I was like in my head earlier when I came up with the twenty four I was like, okay, uh, I'm gonna go first and I don't want to like give a perfect score right off the bat number one because that's leading leading the witness and then uh, and then I also was like you know I personally happen to like Space Mountain better like that's my favorite ride of all time so is. You know, just because, like, I mean, but they're both great. They're both fantastic, and for different reasons. So, you you know, you never know what the future is going to say. Like, that's my point. Like, I'm excited about the revamp. I think the ride could be more fun. I will still give it a 25, but with Princess and the Frog, another 25, and just be even more fun. And then I would give Old Splash less than. 25. I think I you bring know. up Space Mountain, Ryan. I think that technically Space Mountain will be. Splash Mountain, but I think fun wise, this is my personal opinion. Splash Mountain beats space. Yeah, not for yeah. You know what? Not for me though. So I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna do twenty four. But for me, yes. I'm not twenty four. I think that the you know, Adrian. It's so funny you brought that up because me and Ryan have always been split that way. He likes space more, and I like splash. Yeah, I I love so space I mountain, and family. I think that that cue fucks. But I think that it. <laughs> I I know every beat of every, the three different soundtracks playing on that cue. That technically is better, but it's not Yo, as fun. Wait, you well, like? We'll talk about that. Hold on. We'll talk about that. Uh, the when great we, when debate. We that ride. No, <laughs> I might not be there. This is breaking out an episode. Adrian, you think the Space Mountain queue is better than the Splash? Hundred yeah, percent. Katie, do you agree with that? Okay. All right, that's it. No, no, no. You guys are gonna have another episode. That's cool. We'll, do, that's we'll cool. bring the siblings back for that one. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be the Hamble Dunes versus the Beavers on that one because. I think Katie's in my camp that the Space Mountain queue is better than Splash. You might get Ryan on your side. Apparently, he's a little, spa- <laughs> a little Space Mountain crony, okay? You know, a little, little, uh, little, uh, you know, gastronaut. Space know. Mountain fits his personality. <laughs> totally. Uh, no, no, you're not going to find me. And and if and if and if I ever show up for the Space Mountain, and now that this argument has been, this line has been drawn in the sand. It's gonna be a very difficult conversation, so you probably should exclude. Ladies me. and gentlemen, tell us the scores, boys and girls. Out of a total of fifty Uh-oh. points, 
Katie, you gave it 48 points. Eric, you gave it 48 points. Ryan, you gave it 48 points. And Adrian, you gave it 47 points. For a total of Uh-oh. 47.75, a 48. And our second runner-up at the moment. Tower Terror beats Spanish Mountain! <laughs> Holy shit! What, what's... What's Tower Torrent? 48.5. Tower Ty goes Ooh. to the ride. 49. Interesting. You know what? And the funny thing is, like, I know I'm a little bit below you guys, but even if I was 48, we still wouldn't have. If I was the same as you guys, it still wouldn't have beat it. Nope. Wow. Wow, indeed. That was an upset. I really thought, I thought it was over. <laughs> well, it's so hard. It's gonna be so I'll, hard to beat because like we, one of us gave it a perfect score with Tower of Terror. One of us gave it a perfect score, and one of us gave it like one off, so or two off. I don't think we were perfect. I think I was forty nine and you were forty eight. That's why it was forty eight point five. Yeah. Well. Well. Uh, All right. Well, I mean, but um, still, like Splash Mountain's coming in strong. It, it, it made a forty eight out of fifty. Very it's very strong. It's a great score. I'm sorry. Have, have you guys done Space Mountain no. yet? No. Confused. No. Okay. Cool. Um, I don't know how that's gonna do, but you, you know, you're you're talking about the top dogs here, and I don't care how they place. They're they are in their own. Yeah, circle. they're in. That's the winner's circle here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, no surprises with that. Uh, we knew that this guy was gonna to do well. Uh, so um, with that last round, uh, I have to give it. Uh, we all have to give it one sip. Yeah, definitely. Cheers. To a great ride. We'll miss you. We certainly will. Yeah. And that's what YouTube's for. Yeah. Right? That's, that's all. It's yeah, for, get right? get it get the premium, Ryan. <laughs> will will do. So, uh guys, is this uh, is this ride a must do? 100%. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Especially because I mean, the line that you get, you, you get Haunted Mansion and Splash Mountain over there, right? Yeah. I mean, well, in Thunder yeah. Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends That's on how you go about there. it. There's, yeah, you're going to that side of the park. Depends on which you're in and how you go about it, but those three. Haunted's like, not over just, there, but you'll, you're going over there no matter what, for sure. Yeah. Uh, are you, uh, how long are you willing to wait for this? What's the longest ride, What's the longest wait time that you'd be cool with? An hour. An hour? Yeah, an hour is the top. 90 minutes, depending on the day. I'm with you, Eric. Yeah, I could do an hour and a half on this. I just if feel it's like over I have no that, I, for I, waiting I... anymore. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah. You don't, you know, you typically don't have to wait, you know, too much. Before. That's the other thing. Yeah, it seems silly because you don't really wait for it anymore. But I would do 90 minutes. But again, it depends on the day because, yeah, the other rides won't have it. The line, it's its a confusing question almost for this ride because of what's happening. But when it gets its revamp, I believe that the line will go back to what it was yeah. back in the day. And I would wait. Well, fuck. I mean, like, as soon as the new ride comes out, I'll wait three hours for it. Yeah, but... when we've never ridden it, we've got your wait as long as... But yeah. 90 oh, for minutes sure. is generally my threshold for any kind of ride. It's also easy to say that now but if you're past and somebody's like 
like we just said 60 minutes and then somebody's like it's actually 90 minutes and you're looking at the rock you really you're, you're gonna be like i'm gonna go on you're not gonna be like you know what f that 30 minutes you're gonna be like 30 minutes goes by so fast you'd go on. yeah totally like, yeah absolutely and i always think that the Especially long times are fake. <laughs> the uh, line no that's a really good point it's a 60 minutes for space mountain and it's never it's like 15 minutes yeah so they got mm. this yeah line time yeah they do. Yeah. So, uh, really the, uh, the question of the uh, of the hour: How drunk are you on a scale of Brer Frog to Brer Bear? What are you, Ryan? Uh, I think that with this one, we didn't really get to drink so much. So I'm uh, at the scale of Daryl Hannah from Splash because I'm looking forward to getting in the drink. Oh, then I'll be Tom Hanks because I'm hankering for another drink. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> Katie. <laughs> Who are you on a scale of uh, Brer Frog to Brer Frog to Brer Bear? Dude, I don't know. I never know how to answer this question. <laughs> I'm going to go with Smee. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a go-to. That's a good one. <laughs> Smee. I don't know where you thought of that. <laughs> Eric, and you? Um. I don't know on on the uh, on the boat at the end. Are there like can can chickens that are just like throwing yeah, their can can <laughs> right. Well, I'm just ordering another drink, please. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just raising my hands both ways. You can can <laughs> go for another, another one. Second. Yeah, can can. <laughs> well, thank you both. Uh, thank you both so much for joining us on our Yay, first uh, good siblings job, cast. Sibling. You guys were great, great guests. We really appreciate you being here with us, uh, and appreciate all of you at home for uh, for listening in. The, uh, the Dark Ride is presented by Drunk Distry and is available every Wednesday on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing, maybe giving us a five-star rating and a quick review. Those really, really help us out. Uh, or you can help us by just telling a fellow Disney Parks-loving friend to listen in. Uh, feel free to hit us up at drunkdistry at gmail.com for comments and hate mail and if you want to send us a mug or anything. Uh, also, please follow us on our Instagram for lots of great Disney Parks content at Drunk Distry. Uh, we have some awesome memes going up. We have uh, uh, memes of all of our rides that we're covering. We have random uh, random memes in between. We have Florida Man memes going on. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff that's a little bit more of the, on the adult side of Disney of Disney lore and loved them. And, uh, and you can find it always at, at Drunk Distry, D-R-U-N-K. D-I-S-T-O-R-Y. Thanks for uh, joining us. And remember, always keep your kingdom cool. Gravy train. It's splashed. Gravy all over my cash. Ah! Oh.